Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me. I'm Alan Locker, the one and only Colleen Zink sent ripples through the daytime world when CBS's The Young and the Restless announced her return to television after 13 years. Colleen is here to tell us how the role of Amp Jordan came about and how she has kept this secret for quite some time. Colleen is best known to daytime audiences for her delicious role of Barbara Ryan, which she has she played for 32 years on As the World Turns. Colleen was born in Barrington, Illinois, and studied drama at the Catholic University of America. In her early career, she appeared in print ads and TV commercials for Kellogg's and Legs, and she has enjoyed a number of roles on stage as on Broadway as well as off-Broadway. Please help me welcome back to the locker room my friend, Colleen Zeng. Hello, Ellen. Look <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. I know. I love it. I know. I have to tell you that I have had this date marked on my calendar for quite some time. (laughs) I had no clue who my guest was going to be, but could not be more delighted that it's you. Thank you. Thank you. I knew that you knew that somebody was coming, but you (laughs) you had no clue who it might be. (laughs) Uh, And couldn't have been happier. How was your Thanksgiving? It was wonderful. I went to Utah for the very first time and had a spectacular time with an old friend and new friends. And um, we were in the Wasatch Mountains and we had five inches of snow and it was glorious. And um, it, 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 was, it was what I needed. I needed to kind of get out of my head and get out of Aunt Jordan's head for a while. And um, so- I couldn't was- imagine why. <laughs> Oh, you've been seeing what's happened happening this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, the internet sort of went berserk on November 16th when you first appeared on YNR in Canada. And on the 17th, the show made the announcement of your return to daytime after 13 yeah. years. Yeah. The love from the daytime community has been pouring in ever since. <laughs> what, what has the love felt like from the daytime world? Well, you know... Being gone this long, um, some of it is self-imposed and some just because the show went off the air. World Turns went off the air on September 17th, 2010, um, which was not a happy date for any of us. Uh, To be welcomed back with this kind of response has been overwhelming. Um, I did not think that, you know, you hope you can be remembered but I certainly do not expect this kind of response from the from the fan base. And um, and then, of course, the YNR people who had no clue who I am, who still don't know who I am, but that's okay. They're figuring it out. Um, the love and the support that I've had from fans over the years through a lot of 
things I've been through in in real life, in RL, as they say. Um, oh, hello, phone. I've got to turn my phone off. Turn the speaker off. Hold on, Colleen. Um, it's just been, it's been extraordinary. And um, there, I turned it off. Well, it's been extraordinary as somebody who knows you, who's worked with you, to watch and to read and see what that was. I mean, from the moment, truly, from the moment the Thursday the 17th, uh, 16th aired in Canada, the messages started flowing in to me. And I, you know, I couldn't comment at that time, um, but, you know, the excitement was so palpable and uh, fun. Thank fun, you. Fun, fun. I want to read a note from Gregory Reed. I cannot tell you how excited I am for your interview with Colleen. Ms. Zank has been a part of my life ever since I was six years old. Oh, I'd wow. sit by my mom's feet and watch her on As the World Turns. I've always been crazy over the moon for her, whether she was the good girl or the bad girl. Ms. Zank's heart and beauty and talent hit you like a tidal wave and kept you glued to the TV and rooting for her. For years, I've wanted her to come to YNR and be a love interest for Jack Abbott. I'm just glad she's there no matter what. Oh, my God. How sweet is that? <laughs> wow. I'm telling you. Married? <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know I interviewed Laura Lee Bell recently who talked about her love of world turns and when I commented on social about your return she commented how excited she was to learn and you know I never knew Laura Lee um, I, I, we'd never had a conversation till up in the in the down down in the, in the art department, uh, makeup department um, a few weeks ago and yet, I grew up watching her mom um, on television in Chicago. I'm, yeah, I'm a Chicago girl. And her mom was Lee Phillip, and, um, who was a big star in, in Chicagoland uh, with her own talk show back in the day. And um, I, always, <laughs> I always had mistakenly thought that Lee Phillip was also, Laura Lee might get a kick out of this, the Blue Fairy. There was a show called The Blue Fairy that I grew up with when I was a little girl. And when I when I Googled all of that after I got here, I went, I've been wrong all these years. Elif Old was not the Blue Fairy, but she had her own talk show at noon every day. That's wild. That's mm -hmm. wild. Um, as many fans, I've been reading to you backstage, but you know, uh, California guy just commented, I'm watching CBS daytime again because of you. Yeah. Yeah, I it's so sweet. And I, I've seen a lot of that. Um, people who have never watched YNR before or have decided they're they're done with soaps or or said I'm not watching after World Turns went off the air. I've seen a lot of comments from so many fans who said, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And then I hope <laughs> that they love this crazy character I'm playing because she is out of her mind and I'm having a ball doing well, it. Well, they, 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 they are loving it. They, they I, I, I hope you have seen the comments that you haven't <laughs> aged a day since World Turns. Oh. Well, uh, not true. Not <laughs> Believe me, not true. And um, um, I've seen a lot of comments about, uh, I've seen <laughs> comments, everything from, oh, it's called Botox and Plastic. And I, I have had to sit with a lot of those kinds of comments. And, and I finally got to the point where I started <laughs> responding. <laughs> Look, I've done nothing to any part of my body in any way ever because when, because <laughs> I always said I never would. 
because I like my face and I want, I don't want to erase my history in my face. But also, when you've had enough non elective surgery due to cancer and everything else, um, you don't elect to have surgery. You don't want anyone near your face when you've had too much done. Do yeah, that, that's a great save your life. Amazing way to look at it for sure. Yeah, take take me back to August. I've had to make comments to people, and I don't know, and I don't know if they've actually responded like going saying "go away" or thinking that I was an imposter or whatever. But um, thank you to everyone who thinks I look good because I really have aged. Okay. <laughs> um, Benjamin Matlock says, by the way, I'm looking at Lake Michigan right now on the south side. Oh, 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 on the south side. So he's in Chicago? I okay. guess, yeah. Oh, wow, wow. Um, Amanda said, I was so thrilled to see a high-quality actress in this role. My mother and I both looked at each other and said at the same time, oh, my Barbara. So proud of Y&R for this casting choice. Oh, Take me back to, to receiving the message from Josh Griffith. Um, it, it was like mid-morning, um, first week of August, and an email came in, and I went, Josh Griffith? What? And um, just said, hi, Colleen. <laughs> um, I have something I'd like to talk to you about. Uh, something has come up that I w I'm hoping that you'd be interested in, get me a call. I went, okay. And I picked up <laughs> like that. And I called and he said, that was quick. I went, uh-huh. <laughs> Talk to me. And he told me what the, um, what the character outline was, what the backstory was, and um, a little bit of where they were going to go with it. I went, okay, I'm your girl. I'll get on the first plane. And that's how it happened. And then he's hesitate at all. Pardon? Any hesitation? No. No, not all. You, I love that. No, no. no. I mean, I uh, uh, my agent has been ready to kind of uh, wring my neck for years because I've I've I passed on so many opportunities, and I said no, not interested in that, not interested in that, and and when I got this this message from Josh, I went okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to um, go back to my roots with this. And, you know, I've, I've had a lot of life hit me in the face over the last decade plus. And um, I kind of went into hibernation for a while. And, um, but this felt perfect for me. And that's what I told him. I said, this is a good fit. The timing is right. And um, I would be happy to jump on board for whatever you have in mind. And that's well, speaking of mining the history. I mean, oh you know, God. or the backstory, yep. you know, that Josh ex must have explained. Oh, yeah. Know, explained to all of us yesterday on the air. Exactly. Yeah. But and, that, and he I, told me that in the beginning. And I thought that was incredible. You know, yeah. not not as somebody who was a daily watcher of um the, sh the show, but as I read to you backstage, and I'm going to read it again because I loved what Benjamin said, so let me find it, but um, Benjamin had said, hold on, I'm going to find it, maybe I won't, but, but something about the Eve Howard connection and what a brilliant, brilliant move um, 
it was smart. And I think that the way that they they have um, laid it out, both of the backstory and the setup to my entrance was so smart. Um, Haley Aaron is fabulous. And the way that they brought her in was just so classic soap opera. I, I look at this story like it's just being a throwback to mm. how soap opera used to be told. And, um, and you know, this is the only show I really watch anymore. After World Trends went off the air, I started watching the show because I wanted to see Friends. And, um, and I still had the genre in my blood. Um, but to use the history the way that they have, the way Josh has, is just so classic. It's classic, and I love that. And I think, I think from what I've been reading, the longtime fans really understand that, and they really get the importance of the history, and they they love the fact how it's all tied in. From what I've seen, a lot of the newer fans don't see it that way. Yeah, um, they don't. They don't have that connection. Well, you yeah. said it. Uh... To me, backstage, we were talking about, you know, we really haven't seen a surprise like this no. since James and Hello, Barbara. Hello, Barbara. You know, and, and that was pre-social media. And all right. of the fans have been asking me to ask and, and are asking, I'm sure you see it every day, how the F and hell did they keep it quiet? Well, part of part of my contract was I signed an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement. And I had to keep my mouth shut for nearly four months. I couldn't even let people, friends out here know that I was here. Uh, I've been trying to get hold of Maura. I mean, we text and she said, well, when are you coming? Why are you here? I went, I'm going to go see my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and we still haven't seen each other, but we've been talking. And um, yeah, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't tell anybody other than my inner circle of family and friends who really don't have an association with daytime, yeah, daytime, or even maybe have accounts on Twitter or Instagram or anything. Um, so I just had to really, keep, and that was hard because I wanted to burst with the news, okay. and I couldn't. I mean, you and I've spoken in that time. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't tell you. Well, no, and Matt, Matt didn't tell me, and I kudos to Matt and the entire team at YNR because it really. That is what soaps were about. I mean, I remember, you know, before I ever worked on both World Turns and Guiding Light, I would get on the phone on a Friday with a friend and we would talk about that Friday cliffhanger, yeah. you know, because it was a shock to, to the yeah. system when we were not aware of what was coming. So this yeah. was brilliant. Oh, it, it, it was so well done. And it was so well done. Um, <laughs> And the fact that so many fans have said this is the the best daytime secret kept since Hello Barbara, which was in '86. In '86, it, it, it's um, crazy. Yeah. Um, I wanted to read. Roger Newcomb says, "No better actor or human than Colleen Zank." What did Roger say? He said, "There is no better actor or human than Colleen Zank." That's very sweet. Very soon. Um, and uh, somebody named World Turner says, this is like classic soap, and it's why so many are loving it. And Mark says, this story is very Doug Marlin-ish. I uh, think so. 
I, I, I really think so. I think it's very Marlandish. And um, in fact, in honor of Douglas Marland, I'm wearing the bracelet, the Tiffany's bracelet he gave me for my 40th birthday, which was last year. <laughs> I'm wearing my Doug Marland orange. Oh, um, that's amazing. Yeah, it's one, the color he always wanted me in. And, um, and it's one of my favorite colors. And he, I think it's very, a, very much a throwback to the Marlin days of writing. I, I do too. What did you think of uh, the promo you had to record, Spinning the Little Globe? I did those before I even shot a scene. I was a nervous wreck. I, I mean, the first thing I shot was me walking through the spinning door at the at the GCAC. I'm, I'm like, I, I was shaking like a leaf the first few days. I didn't, I mean, that's what's on the air this week, was what I, the first few days of, of filming. Um, that's what you've seen my first day on the 17th and the last week on the 21st, and then this uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Those were my first days on the show, and I was just trying to get my feet wet and trying to wrap my brain around this crazy, crazy lunatic woman. <laughs> and then working with people I'd never worked with before. And I'd never even had a conversation with Melody all these years. We'd never, we'd been in the same room together, but we never conversed. And I'd had one conversation with Eric Braden uh, when we did the, the CBS photo of the 30 years of 30 on the on the steps. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I didn't know these people. And there I'm stepping in and creating a new character. It was daunting. It's some, and something I haven't done in 13 years. You know, you do a play and you've got three to six weeks rehearsal, depending on whether it's a musical or what. And you have time to develop. There was no time to develop anything. They, the first thing I did was that promo walking into the door. And, I, you know, I, I went, okay, instant acting, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> it, was, it was scary. It was scary. Well, what a great nod, though, to World Turns with the spinning globe. I know. World. Oh, my God. I know. And the fact that they used the word world yeah. in everything. The word world. Very smart, very yeah. smooth in their PR and marketing department. Wow. Absolutely. Well, right. well our uh, friend and your former colleague, Melanie Smith, says, so truly happy for you, Colleen. And now I know why I never drank the water when we went to lunch. <laughs> That's very smart. Don't drink any water she's offering. Um. What was it like seeing people like Vivian Gundiker and Fritz and Christian LeBlanc, who you knew from World Turns? Oh my God. Well, it, they were my comfort zone. And Chris and I have seen Christian. I still call him Chris. Um, <laughs> Chris and I have seen each other many times over the years at different events. And so we've, we've kept in contact. And Viv and I, Vivian Gundiker, producer, um, who started out as a, a a young intern at World Turns and moved all the way up to producer at the show. Um, she and I have stayed in contact all these years. And whenever she's in, in Bend, New York, we've gotten together. Um, 
Fritz, I hadn't seen for a long time. Fritz, who here again came to, I think he came to World Turns in 89, I think he, t he said it was. And he's stage manager here. Um, heaven to see him as a grown-up. <laughs> <laughs> one of one of your other stage managers, I believe, is my, my dear friend from Guiding Light, Kristen Dower. Kristen. Yes, who I've known as well, but not as close as I have known. Vivian. Love Kristen as well. Love them all. Vivi all I know. I all just and, and you know, I'll I'll tell you, and I haven't even told Josh this, but I've I've gotten um, emails and phone calls and texts from all of our old writers from World Turns, the ones who are employed here, and the ones who have who are no longer employed anywhere. I have heard from every writer from World Trade. It makes me cry. From everyone with just so much love and support. And and knowing that there were, including Josh, writers from World Turns who are here now, who know what I can do and who trust me with material. That was huge for me. Really, really huge. And made me feel like, okay, they know they know how to write for me. They have written wild and crazy things for me before. And they've written dangerous things and heartfelt things and sorrowful things. And they know I can play that that ride. Um, Do you know, was it Josh or someone else there who had the idea of you specifically? I believe... It was a combination, from what I'm told, by Josh and the head of CBS Daytime here, who has been watching World Turns since she was a little girl. And she's now the executive in charge of Daytime for CBS. And, and well, that is a smart executive in charge of CBS. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And she's my she's my daughter Kelsey's age. She's like, you know, 40-ish. Um, I hope I'm right. <laughs> but yeah, I think I am. But um, yeah, she had been watching the show since she was a kid. And so when, when um, from what I was told, when Josh came up with this idea, they said, oh my God. Um, and Josh said, if I can get her, I'm going to try to get her. That's what I've been told. So that's how it happened. <laughs> that, that feeling alone is just... Unbelievable. You know, not only, I mean, I'm sure if you were still 50, you know, yeah. but, you know, our show went up there. I'm 70. I'm 70, for God's sake. I mean, it's right. But I mean, I think at any age, it would feel great. But yeah. like you just said, you're 70 you, and 70. your show went off the air 13 years ago, you know? So like having that happen yep. at this particular time, and like you said, the right time. Because right. it was timing. It really was so much about timing. I think if if something had come along, there were a couple things that almost happened um, after World Turns went off the air that didn't happen. They didn't progress. I don't think the timing would have been right for me. And I had a lot of life happening after the show went off the air. The timing is right. And it just all fell into place. Tammy says, cannot even tell she was gone even a second. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. I've, you know, thank you. 
And Benjamin says the Peretti cup that fit perfectly. Thoughts of Fosse. Wait, wait, wait. Again? <laughs> I think the cup. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. The Peretti cup that Peretti. fits perfectly. Thoughts uh, of Fosse. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Alan Brown wrote me a note and said, I feel like this role will get her the Emmy she deserves, just like Donna Mills finally was rewarded for General Hospital after years on Knots. The work oh, and depth of Colleen is second to none. Not many actresses could play the belie beleaguered heroine like she did in her first years on World Turns, then totally turn the character into a multifaceted, flawed human who still who you could still root for. If that didn't deserve an Emmy, I don't know what does. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Alan. His name is Alan? Oh, Alan wow. as well. Yep, yep. No, wow. That's very <laughs> sweet. Very sweet. You know, I, I always credited the writers, and because they gave me so much, they gave me so much. And no matter what regime, there was only one regime that didn't like me, and that was in the late nineties. Um, but no matter who was in the Felicia years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then and then and then came a man named Hogan Sheffer. And then came Hogan Sheffer. <laughs> then came a talented yeah. <laughs> talented writer named Hogan oh Sheffer. Yeah. Um turn me around again. He certainly did. <laughs> that's a that's an understatement. <laughs> um, I love what you said in People magazine, and bravo again to Matt for People magazine. It wasn't the dialogue that was difficult. It was the stamina of putting on those five-inch heels again after spending all your time in flip-flops in Florida. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I mean, the, the first the first week, I two weeks, I was in such pain, and it, it started at the feet, and it it wore me out. And it wasn't about the dialogue wasn't getting me. It was the fatigue and the pain of my of my feet. I finally went in and had like a leg and foot massage and you know that lasted forever that finally was able to take some of the swelling down that and wardrobe bought me a new pair of boots <laughs> <laughs> a little more comfort uh, yeah but it was funny watching uh yesterday's air show with me and um and 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 um and josh morrow in our little fight scene and me going up the stairs you could tell I was in five-inch heel boots because I was not traveling very fast. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was um. That's I was in the in the original really bad boots. <laughs> I mean, that was was that sort of intimidating because, like you said, that was early days. Uh, here, here you are in a room with Eric and Melody and Josh and. Amelia, you know, like, and, and Jay Eddie, like, it was like you, you were, you know, you, um. you were in charge. <laughs> when you took off that, that arm race, <laughs> there, there was, the, you, know. you know. I'll tell you what Eric said. After, after we finished those scenes, he looked into the camera and he said, thank God. You hired me a pro. Coming from Eric Braden. That was big. And that, that was huge for me. Um, and I just felt, okay, 
um, there's a little bit of acceptance here. And they can see that I'm, I didn't fall off a turnip truck. And, you know, it, it, was, it was big. Um, but feeling intimidated, no, I, you know, I love. Or just, I don't mean, you know, ner nerves. Like I love doing stunt work. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm an old dancer, and I still, I still think I can do things I really can't do. <laughs> <laughs> but that, it was so much fun. It was, we, I mean, you will believe what's coming up. Whoop, didn't say anything. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of dance, where, where did the love of dance begin? I was three. When I was three years old, my mommy, my mommy put me into tiny town dance school, like all mothers in the Midwest would do with their daughters back in the 50s. And, um, um, and I had, uh, I was a, I was like a little show off. And, um, you know, I, it's what I love. It's what I wanted to do. And, and that progressed um, through my young years. And then my mom saw an article in Life magazine, a cover feature. And if anybody remembers Life magazine, it used to be like this big. And the cover, I remember seeing it in the doctor's office. I was probably eight years old. And the cover was pictures of young kids all on the cover. And the article was about how they were earning money to put themselves through college. And my mom said, I'm taking you down to a modeling agency in Chicago, which is what she did. And I started working professionally at nine years old. And, um, and, and then the commercials started right after that. So I, you know, I've been paying SAG, oh my God, I was 16 there. Ooh, hello. <laughs> hello. Go to high school. After eight hours of this job, I've had it. But my legs feel like dancing because I'm wearing sheer energy. Sheer energy pantyhose massages, stimulates, refreshes my legs. And they look great too. Loves to back Whoa. Incredible. You know, that was in early um that was in early James and Barbara days on World Turns. Wow. So um I when I got to New York, I I got very lucky very early because I had very high-end Chicago. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Agent who put me with of the appropriate agents in New York. So I started working immediately and I did a whole series of different dance commercials. And that was actually, that might have been the last one I did because I was on world turns at that point. I think that was 82, 81 or 82 when that was shot. <clears throat> but I can always tell by the hair. <laughs> um, and that was, I, you know, I had a very interesting conversation with John McCook, sidebar here. Because okay. I John and um, Julia Prouse, his then wife, back in 1972. And at that point, I was in summer stock, and Juliet came in to do the next show after the show that I, I did three shows. And then Juliet came in and did the next one. And that's when I met John McCook. So years ago, when I was in here in Television City across the hall at y, at uh, Bold and Beautiful, um, visiting, I I said, John, I said, do you remember? He said, no, I don't remember. I said, of course you don't remember. I remember. I said, but what you don't know is that after Juliet had the legs Pantyhose account, I was the next girl who got it. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Circles. Circles. That's funny. Um, Caroline Tucker was asking a question. I think, didn't Christian and Jeannie Cooper come to As the World Turns at the end of the show? I know they came to Guiding Light. They definitely came out to PPAC in New Jersey. I don't think they went to World Turns. No. Uh -uh. They, they had come to to see Guiding Light film on location, I think, at that time. Jeannie went out? Yeah, Jeannie and Christian came. Light up. I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know if I knew that they were coming, but I remember seeing them both there. What a character she was. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I hear there's Laura Lee, I think, talked about it uh, and, and uh, Trisha Cast that there's a image of her in the makeup room. In the makeup room is like eight foot high. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> that, that That's incredible. Yeah. Um, were you excited when they told you who you'd be working with, especially? I mean, that must have. Oh, yeah. I mean, Josh told me that up front. I mean, I I knew that from the get go. And uh, yeah, I, that you had that you had a score to settle. And I had a score to settle. <laughs> I had a few things I wanted to and a little pain I wanted to inflict. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really the fans are loving it. And that's what's so fun. You know, it, you know it's... yeah, I, I hope that they're enjoying it and enjoying it for the fun of it and not and remembering that it is a soap opera. This is not real life. And um, there are things that if it were real life, that would be hideous about the story. But it's a soap opera, guys. And um, we have outrageous storylines. I mean, absolutely. Think, think of all the things that James did to you. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I I was watching something that came up this morning um, because evidently somebody out there, somebody out there named this Colleen Zenk Week. Yeah, um, the As the World, the As the World Turns CBS page. I was trying to find out the exact person who does it. I'm not sure. No idea. 
But but they all of a sudden started posting all of these incredible scenes that you know my history, and and some of the things they popped up were when Barbara and James probably around the same time I did the Lex commercial, um, eighty two when she was remembering a former life that was in eighteenth century England. What? <laughs> and she was remembering. Um, herself as this grand uh, duchess or something who was seeing a man far away who turned out to be somebody then she, who came into her life in real time. It, you know, we were, it was fantasy. It was fantasy. And the, and the audience loved it, you know. You played her for 32 yeah. years. Yeah, what? I... I I taught a master class here um, a couple of weeks ago at a wonderful actor's studio with a group of young professional actors. And I had a great question from one of them. And that was, how do you possibly keep a character fresh for 32 years? And what I said was, first of all, you believe in the character. Second of all, you believe the writers. And when the writers give you an incredible arc like this is not hard to keep fresh. You just have to believe and go with what they're giving you and not question everything. Editing is one thing with scripts, but don't question where they're going. You have to go with it and believe it and, and believe it. And, and when, you play, when you play a villain, you have to believe that the villain believes what the villain is doing is the right thing to do. You don't play it evil, and I hope that the audience is seeing that with Aunt Jordan. Um, you, Aunt Jordan believes everything she's doing is right and for the right reason, for the right reason. Well, and, well, that's so funny because you know you were the victim of a villain for so and, many years. Yeah. You know what? What? What do you think you learned from that villain? <laughs> I think I learned a lot. <laughs> I think a lot of what I'm doing is very Stenbeckian. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, the, but so interesting you say that because Anthony had to believe what James was doing all those times in the name yeah. of love to you, to Paul, to Emily. Yeah. And and a lot of times you drove me crazy, but I loved him. Because <laughs> he bounced up and down. <laughs> he did. Before every, he, he'd be jumping up and down like this. And they and the stage manager would be going five, four, three, and I go, stop. <laughs> he was such a character. And, and everyone is saying you don't look seventy. They cannot believe it. Chris Congdon said you're the best looking seventy year old there is. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, thirty two years. What are you most proud of from your time at World Turns and and playing that character? I think the fact that I lasted that long. I think the fact that I lasted through regime after regime of producers, of writers, and that I worked with amazing actors and who I still have relationships with. Um, you know, in all those years, there was only one actor I ever worked with that I did not get along with. And um, that's a lot. Because I worked with a lot of people. You did. 
I married. I got married nine times <laughs> on the show. And you name it. Can you name it in order? No. <laughs> I bet one of the fans will. Um, no. When you <laughs> said yes to taking that role, how long at that time did you think you were actually? Oh, I made a horrible. I made a nasty, horrible comment <laughs> back in my youth. And I said something in print. It's just a horrible thing. I said, well, I'm never going to be like Eileen Fulton and last on this show her entire life. I went, oh. <laughs> and Eileen and I laugh about it now. But I, yeah, it was really a tacky, useful comment to me. I thought that I'd, you know, I'd stay three years and then I'd be gone. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a few things happened in that time. In that I... um in that first three years, I debuted on Broadway while I'm working on World Turns in Bring Back Birdie opposite Donald O'Connor and Cheetah Rivera, which at the time became the biggest bomb ever to hit Broadway. Um, and then on the heels of that, I did uh, the original Annie film directed mm -hmm. by John Huston. John Huston? Mm. You know, going from the Maltese Falcon to... Annie, never mind. Um, and I thought that would be the end of World Turns, and I was wrong. Um, there were some things that happened in there, business-wise, Hollywood-wise, that I said no to, and I went back to World Turns. That's a long story. <laughs> it really is. Well, oh, and, and during those 32 years, you worked with incredible people. So yeah. tell me what immediately comes to mind when you know when I name them Anthony Herrera I love Anthony I mean I, I Anthony and I you know Anthony and I socialized together too and and I mean socialized I don't mean dated I mean we socialized um and there were times I remember early on that he would call and say what are you doing this afternoon do you want to go for tea high tea at the plaza and and dancing I went Okay, and we would go. We would go. He loved to dance, and we would go to the Plaza Hotel, have high tea, and dance with the orchestra. I mean, it was a it was a time. Um, I, I treasure that. And and he spent many a holiday um, with me and 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 um, my first husband, and he became a part of the family. Um, I love that. Yeah, I mean, he he was a dear, and. Such an intellectual fellow, which I don't think, unless you know him, the public doesn't know that part of him. He would quote poetry all the time. And um, he, 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 we disagreed politically, but that was okay. Back then it was okay. Now I have to say about it. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but and he fought a hard, hard battle with cancer, really hard battle. Well, um, you know, we did that at the same time, too. So, yeah. Andy Kabovet, your first, oh, one of your like, first Pauls. I, well, yeah. I mean, Andy was my first grown-up Paul, and I adored him. Adored him, adored him. And um, there, I mean, at the time, I was living in Connecticut, and he lived over in Westchester County. And there were a couple of times I would drive him home and then go home to my place. And um, and he was like in high school, and he was such a doll, and it broke 
my heart when they let him go because they decided they wanted to grow up the character and they didn't think he had the appeal to a more mature female crowd. And that just, I went like, are you kidding me? So that made me mad. That one really made me mad. That one broke my heart. And then your last one, Roger. Oh my God. Well, when, when they hired Roger, I went, wait a second. I'm not old enough to be his mother. <laughs> <laughs> so we always, um, we, you know, it was always a, a, a joke amongst us. I adored Roger, adore, adore him. Um, but he, we would, we would finish a scene and they'd say, cut. And he'd go, mom, you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I loved working with him. I loved, loved working with him. He was always unpredictable with what he was, what his choices were within a scene. Um, and I love that. I really love that. I think he's terrific. I, I don't know what happened over at GH. I don't know. I don't know the story. I only know what I see in print. Yeah. Um, about what happened there. Same here. Yeah. Uh, the the amazing Jennifer Farron. Oh God, Jen. Um Th those were some amazing she, scenes. She, yeah, she came, Jen came to us, she hadn't even graduated yet from college. And she came to us and I fell madly in love with her. And we just really, really, really hit it off. And um I, I felt very maternal with her and those scenes when Jennifer died were were wrenching, wrenching, and I I was um, very unhappy with the fact that he did not give me more time with her in those scenes. The scene the scenes were given over to other characters, and um, and the mom was left out of that, and the mom should not have been so. <laughs> Never. But I've seen her since, and I, I'm so happy for her success. Oh, my God. So great. Agreed. The late Benjamin Hendrickson. That's a hard one. I mean, and then fans have written here, you know, um, how much they loved Barbara and Howe. Me too. And... and you, you you were given this a long time ago, but I'm going to read it again because the fan posted it. Um, Karen, uh, Kathy Tierney wrote a letter to Barbara. Dear Barbara, this is just a quick note I've dashed off to tell you what I'm thinking sitting in this hotel room alone. I love you. You are the love of my life. The one, the only. You are irritating, aggravating, crazy, wildly unpredictable and completely self-centered. And I cannot imagine my life without you. You bring joy and color and chaos to my life and make me feel alive in a way that no other woman ever has. I want us to marry again. One more time. Let's give it a shot. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I'm going to mail this now so when we meet again, you'll know what is in my heart and that it's true. And then I'm going to go out and find the biggest bouquet of flowers in Washington for you to carry on your wedding day. Yours forever, Hal. Oh, Jesus. She wrote that, I think, and sent it to you many years ago. Um, I I just thought, what a beautiful thing for a fan to express about that relationship and how much it meant to them. Well, you know, um, Hal saved Barbara from um, going down the wrong roads. 
And then she continued to go down the wrong roads. Um, and they kept getting remarried and remarried. And, you know, the thing with Barbara is she never learned from her mistakes. And that was an edict that they laid out in a, the big Bible way back when, is that this is definitely is a flawed character who will never learn from her mistakes. She'll make the same ones over and over and over, which is what Barbara did with Hal. But their relationship was so dear. And I loved working with him so much. I loved Benji. And, uh, and I knew a lot of the difficulties he was having in life. And um, it was- He was, he was special. He was a special, special yep. guy. The the diva herself, Eileen Fulton. <laughs> oh, God, are you kidding me? Leany. Um, she calls me Kali. I call her Leany. And um, at ninety, you're at, talking seventy. At ninety, I know. I know. We we we've talked a lot the last few months, and um, the last time I talked to her, I couldn't tell her I was coming here because I had an NDA, and um, I couldn't tell her. So I haven't even called her since I've been here. So I'd have no idea if she knows or is keeping up. I would think if she knew, she would have called me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I adored her. And my children adored her. My children called her Auntie Eileen. And um, here again, she was a part of my family. She was you know, part of, you know, my, and I don't mean my World Turns family. I mean, my family, which is why my my kids knew her so well. Um, yeah, I, 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 wow. And, and Toots? And what? Toots. And Toots? <laughs> Annie? <laughs> yeah. I, here know. again. Yeah. Or Boo. Oh, <laughs> and you know that's the name of my dog. Yeah. That's why. Because Kathy, when she got mad, when Kim got mad at Barbara, she would say, oh, boo. <laughs> um, Kathy and I, Eileen and I had one type of a relationship. Kathy and I had another. And I, I, I would, you know, and they were the same age. And the same age as my mother, which I never knew. Am, have I frozen? Yeah, you will unfroze, I think. Okay. Um, I knew that Eileen and my mom were exactly the same age, only by a couple of days apart. But I never knew exactly how old Kathy was until she passed. Oh, wow. Yeah, because she would never tell you. <laughs> yeah. But um, Kathy and I, Kathy and I um, did a lot of girl stuff together. We did a lot of, I learned a lot about interior design from her and architecture and um, you know, I really, really idolized her, and um, and and we became very close. We 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 must end in talking about your world turners on Henry and Mr. Trent Dawson, oh and 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 what he, you know, how he revitalized, you know, the happiness in your life. Yeah, you know, Trent and I. Um, we knew years ago, before they put us together, I knew I wanted to work with him. And he had the same feeling about me, that we, we just had some kind of comedic uh, connection. 
that we felt would work really well. And so I'd been asking to work with him for a long time. And the only thing that they ever gave us was <laughs> when I had been kidnapped and put in the cabin with the doggy door and the tray that Emily would come and shove food through the doggy door. And then he, and then Henry shows up in a fireman's outfit in, in wetsuit, essentially, with a fire hose. Do you remember any of this? Not fully. The doggy, oh, yeah. no, the doggy thing I don't. Okay. So he then, with the fire hose, blasts water through the doggy door to try to get me to back off. It, it was a hilarious scene. But that was the only thing they'd ever given the two of us together until that last year. And I just, I, when Chris Goutman told me that they were going to put us together, I went, oh, my God. Finally. Finally. And at that point, um, my life had changed. I um, I was going through a divorce, and I was cancer-free again. And I had felt like I had the weight of the world lifted off of me, which freed me up so much as an actor and allowed me to explore a different side of Barbara because I felt so freed up, which... And then right into everything with Barbara and Henry. Henry brought humor and humor brings yeah. happiness in yeah. so many ways. Laughing, yeah. you know, um, absolutely. Um, did you and Liz work much together? You know, we, we worked off and on together. We worked early, um, early on. We worked together a lot. Uh, what do you remember about working with Liz? Well, um, first of all, I was terrified of her in the beginning. I was just. I, w I was terrified. I think most would agree. Yeah, I, everybody. Um, but even as a, as a, a young person, because I was probably in my early 30s at that point, um, she and I found a, a rhythm together. And I, because I watched her work with, with Scotty Bryce, and I went, okay, I see what's going on. So when they started writing the two of us together, I I was able to keep up with her, I think. I hope I was. Oh, but, I'm sure you did. But then later on, we worked together off and on. And then again, during during my cancer story on the show, um, they they wrote some beautiful scenes for us. Beautiful scenes for us that I just adored. And I loved what she did with them. And then, of course, then was, there was Seven Divas on the Bus. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was... My favorite episodes ever. Ever, yeah. 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 Agreed. I, I still have that it, pictures or something from that. Um, absolutely. Abs absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, I know you and I spoke uh, over the weekend or just a couple of days ago. I wanted to bring up your beautiful son, Morgan. I know when we were talking about Benjamin, you know, that that definitely uh, brought up those memories. Yeah. You and uh, your daughter, Georgia, just participated in a walk? We just participated in the American uh, Foundation for Suicide Prevention Walk here in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago, yes. I lost I lost Morgan um, in April of 2018. And um, he was 28 years old, brilliant, uh, degrees from Lafayette College in philosophy and English, um, music director of his a cappella choir in college, um, 
beloved, beloved, beloved by everyone who ever knew him. Funny, kind, loving, and um, and deeply in deep stages of mental anguish, and um, and I lost him. Which is why which is what you alluded to in 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 the life things happening that 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 stopped you, but you know, it, and, and I had just lost my mother who I had gotten through nine and a half years of stage four uterine cancer. Uh -huh. And that was in the middle of my own cancer and, and the middle of the show going off the air and a divorce of a marriage of 23 years. And, um, and then I lost to Morgan and, and that was right after I lost my mom. And then right after I lost Morgan, I lost my best girlfriend, uh, my lifelong girlfriend since first grade, who um, was like my sister. And she was actually like another child for my parents. And um, and that's why I, I retreated and just said, I don't want to work. I went out and did Hello, Dolly that summer, um, which was a great relief to be able to do, go back to a role I knew already in another production at a theater I'd worked at previously a couple of times. And, um, but I, I got back and um, I had some real health issues um, following that for a number of years. And um, I've only really been healthy again for um, two and a half years. So when I say the timing was right, the timing was right. Absolutely. But, uh you know, Dave Jordan just commented, oh, man, Colleen is a survivor. And, and you know, that that is an understatement, really. Um, yeah. You know, and I think back to sort of my interview with Melanie, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yep. look at all that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What happened to her and, and yep. you know, how you have been able to, you know... Take it one day at a time. Yep. Because that's all you can do. That's all you can do is put one foot in front of the other and keep going. And, um, and it is important to talk about it and share memories of Morgan and, I, I and do. do those I, walks because I talk about them all the time. Mental yeah. health is, is yeah. real and people need to believe yeah. that. And we need yeah. to get help for those who desperately suffer from it. At, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I know that, you know, the show here has just lost one of their cast members, Billy Miller. And it's um, it's it's hard. It's 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 really, really hard. I have other friends who have lost family members and um, you just have to keep your eyes open and pay attention, which I thought I was doing, which because Morgan and I talked I talked to him 10 times the night before. I talked to him that morning, twice. 
and um you know life it is but life and, and we, we celebrate we as a family my daughters and me and my and my stepkids um we celebrate him all the time and i was just with my daughter georgia and my stepson dylan this weekend and my daughter kelsey's coming in tomorrow night and um and we celebrate Morgan all the time. It's a heart. I'll never get over it. I I, I can't imagine. Um, and I have to remember to send you my friend's info. Um, that woman. But um, Tammy says uh, you, we, we need to get you to do Maurice Bernard's show, State of Mind. I've watched it. I've watched different segments of it. Um, it's it's, uh, it's a great thing he's doing. Yeah, it's a great thing he's doing. Yep. He's sharing his own struggles because he, no. I'm sure he deals with it every day. People yep. who have mental health issues, it doesn't necessarily go away. Um, no, it's addiction, you know, and addiction runs in my family. And um, I lost my father to cirrhosis of the liver. I lost my sister to cirrhosis of the liver. And there are different types of addictions. And, um, and I... I've um, I don't know how much I've talked about this early on, but but in my twenties into my early thirties, I was bulimic, and um, you know, it's it's addiction takes different forms, and um, mental health is all a part of it. One hundred percent. And Cher uh, Bear says everyone suffering with this always reach out to someone. You will never be alone, and it's true. And there's always um, the not not is it nine one not nine one one oh my god what is it the uh, six one one six one one help line what is that six one one it's six one one no nine eight eight lifeline the nine eight eight lifeline nine eight eight lifeline yes sorry I knew there I just blanked on it um, everyone is sending you so much love thank you. They're giving you a bear hug. I give you a bear hug. Um, enjoy this ride. Thank you. Emma. You know, for those who haven't seen today's episode. Oh, um, God. Hold on. Know, see. It, Hold it, on to your hats, folks. You have no idea what you're going to It ends on her face, so to speak. <laughs> um, I, I assume that means there is more to come. And that, There's that, a lot more that to frightens come. me. <laughs> There's a lot more to come. You got to stay tuned. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Jordan's going to take you for a ride. <laughs> That's perfection. Stay here for a minute as I sign off. I Bye, everyone. You. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting. Take care of yourself. I love you. Be right there. Thank you, Colleen, for joining today and spending this hour. This was so much fun. Do not miss The Young and the Restless weekdays, Monday through Friday at 12.30 Eastern on CBS. If you haven't yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, you can do so down below. Turn on the notifications for reminders of all upcoming shows. And if you like to stream audio versions, just search The Locker Room on your favorite streaming platform. Thank you for joining us today. Please, as always, stay safe.